Thanks for tuning in to the Archive, brought to you by the Mail Tribune. I'm Alyssa Corman, and I'll be sharing the news with you from 100 years ago in this splendid city of Medford, in Jackson County at large, in 1918. This week, there was yet another round of rowdy behavior up on the Siskiyous. I sure do hope this doesn't become typical. You may have to change your shopping habits and also watch what you say. So stay right here and I'll fill you in on all this. Plus, of course, a few more juicy stories. The Crater Lake season officially closes at midnight tonight. And tomorrow morning, after the guests have had their breakfast, the hotels will be closed. Of course, Visitors will continue going to the lake as long as the weather remains good, but they will have to camp out while there. The Chinese pheasant season opens tomorrow for Jackson County, as well as the quail season, and sportsmen of the city and valley were busy today oiling up their guns and making preparations for an early start tomorrow morning. The pheasant season lasts 10 days. Each Chinese pheasant hunter is only allowed by law to shoot the rooster pheasants, and five pheasants is the big limit. State Game Warden Daly has instructions to search all bags. He has seasoned deputies who will help him out during the remainder of the season. As I mentioned, there was yet another incident up on the Siskiyous this week. The three soldiers from Camp Fremont who were arrested by state police in the Siskiyous last Saturday night, and who since then have been confined in the county jail awaiting word from the cantonment authorities, were released last night and departed at once under orders to report themselves at Vancouver Barracks. The orders and transportation arrived yesterday from Camp Fremont. The soldiers, who are J.C. Walker, L.A. Watson, and L. Roderick of the 13th Infantry, had a close call from being classed as deserters, as they had only a day and a half yet time limit from the time of their arrest. When arrested, they were wearing overalls to disguise their uniforms, and it is thought they were on their way home to Washington State to visit relatives. They expect to be punished. Keep up that patriotic pep. Support our boys over there, for the fight is long and hard. Victory may be further off than we previously thought. Because the Allies have, for the past two months, conducted a successful offensive, many seem to think the war is won, and therefore there is no need to subscribe for Liberty Bonds. The truth of the matter is that although the Germans have been forced to the defensive, they have not yet sustained a decisive defeat, nor has their line of defense been broken. German morale has not been shattered. German taken prisoners prove well fed and cared for. The battle they are waging to retain Cambry, St. Quentin, and other towns shows there is plenty of fight left in the Germans and every foot they yield is dearly paid for by the Allies. The Germans are still where they stood last winter. No fighting has yet taken place on German soil. 
they have but to fall back from defense line to defense line, and by so shortening the line, make up for their losses in manpower. Waging a defensive fight, their losses must be less than the Allies, and it is still over 500 miles to Berlin at the nearest point. The war is not over, and will not be over until America puts her great army into the field. To equip and sustain this army, your money must be forthcoming. It was never needed as badly before. It will never be worse needed hereafter. If you have any patriotism, you will make every sacrifice possible to play a man's part in the war even though you stay at home and let the others do the fighting. You will lend your dollars to win the war, and lend them freely, gladly, and without solicitation. Have you less patriotism than the Germans, who are now subscribing freely to their ninth war loan? Germany's wealth is only one-third that of the United States, and she has spent far more than America has been called upon to spend. Great Britain has spent over 14 billion for war, with fewer resources, and little France has spent over 7 billion. And though crippled and maimed by the war, the belligerents are still spending. It is up to the people of the United States, whose battles have been fought for four long years by the French and British, to loan their dollars in that a decisive victory may be won and an abiding peace ensue. Although times are trying, and sometimes in our exhaustion, we say things we may not mean, it is never all right to talk badly about our glorious country and her honorable government, as two men learned when they were arrested for treasonable seditious talk. Two sensational, seditious utterance arrests were made in Jackson County within the past 14 hours, which are being investigated by United States District Attorney B.E. Haney of Portland, who is here attending the federal court session. Both of the prisoners are of German descent, and on one of them, after he was taken to the federal building this forenoon, a loaded 38 caliber revolver and a small bag of cartridges was found. The prisoners are Marvin Jackson Vetter, about 35 years old, floating laborer and socialist, on whom the revolver was found and who was arrested this forenoon, and Rolf Beverstadt, 31 years old and single, who is registered for the draft and who resides with his parents on the Beverstadt Ranch in the Eagle Point District. He was arrested last night and brought to Medford. After questioning both men at the federal building today, District Attorney Haney is holding them for further examination. Fetter, who is a floating laborer and only came here recently from California, was arrested at the H.W. Bingham Ranch, where he had been employed for the past two days, because of seditious talk he had been uttering. In the federal building this noon, while several deputy United States marshals and court attaches were questioning him, he frankly asserted that this was a rich man's war, and said that if the war lasted a little longer, there would be no Americans left. Better said he had purchased no liberty bonds, war saving stamps, 
and had not contributed a single cent to the Red Cross or to other patriotic causes. He proudly related that he was of German descent, but denied that he was an IWW and said that at Rouche in this county a few years ago, he registered as a socialist. It was not until he had been brought to the federal building and had been questioned for some time by the officers that he was searched and the revolver was found on him. The offense that Bieberstadt committed took place during one of the patriotic drives. A woman worker was pinning a flag on his coat when he exclaimed, Take that damn flag off and pin it on a yellow dog and I'll shoot the dog. When questioned by the district attorney this morning, Beaverset frankly admitted that he had made the above statement but couldn't say why he did it and that he didn't mean it and then he broke down and cried. To Prosecutor Haney, he stated that he was registered for the draft but that he was in ignorance of how the war was going and in fact knew very little about it. He can neither read nor write, but he said that occasionally his father read a little to him out of the newspaper. He had no liberty bonds, nor had he contributed anything toward patriotic causes. We here at the Mail Tribune will keep you abreast of the situation as these cases develop, so be sure to check in frequently for updates. All right then, friends, that's all I've got for you this week. Thanks for listening. Remember, these news stories have been brought to you by the Mail Tribune, a weekly series featuring news items that were drawn from the archives of the Mail Tribune from 100 years ago. You can find more stories like this in the Mail Tribune 100 column in the newspaper or online at mailtribune.com. We also have a whole slew of other podcasts on a wide variety of topics. You're sure to want to check them out. And also, be sure to follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, and YouTube. If you like this podcast or have something you'd like to share with me, please let me know in the comments or on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. Have a swell day and check back next week for more stories from the archive.